0: Good morning. morning, morning Joe. How are you today?
1: Oh, good man,
0: good. It's been a little while. We've uh, for everybody who's listening to this one. We're gonna be catching back up to our regular schedule on podcast weekly. there have been a lot of stuff going on, and for each of us, and things have mm-hmm. been things have been a little crazy for him, and things have not so crazy for me. But that's all right. Yeah. We're it also didn't... getting this audio all worked out, so last podcast was the first time we recorded separate audios this is going to be the the first time we're going to do it with joe having headphones so the audio quality should be really good um still would love to hear you guys' feedback and but welcome to sunday morning coffee with tiered lot
1: oh yeah having issues here with my mic
0: be a max spin out on that keep going i think you might just have to
1: i feel like those videos oh there it is it's like i feel like those videos where it was like um you get like a brand new helper you know like a crane operator or whatever he's like hey man go ahead and yeah. tighten that hook that's yeah 100 percent that's, that's what that just made me think of <laughs> okay, so I know you I feel, like uh, I
0: feel I feel like I should copy your mic. Like I feel like when people are watching this we should just like should be the same. But I need I need to mimic you from the last video where it's like this. So what we talked about last time was that every time
1: that Joe was gonna talk <laughs> No, I think you should I think you should exactly leave it right where it was. No.
0: I will, I'll put it back. But so the funny thing about last time my was foot. that I made my eyes water <laughs> is that joe i told joe i said hey man you, i know you can't sit still and that's fine that's totally fine i get that like it's a, we talked for quite a while on here but you got to keep the mic like close to your face so like we can pick up the audio and so what he did in response is i won't talk but i'll visualize it just cuz if you guys didn't watch the video and you're watching this one did this he's like he like kept it as an attachment to his hand which is great i mean it, it the audio quality sounded great but it was just so funny because like I was happy with how quickly he adapted. He's like, well, I'm not going to stop moving. So I'm just going to grab my mic and make sure this boom arm works 100 well. What is that for?
1: This is my, uh, I use this as my hammer in my house to hang shit up. <laughs> but this is also my, my mic grabber. <laughs> so I don't have to almost, okay almost had a catastrophic failure right there. Hang on did it almost come out of the thing yeah like where it's where it's like clipped onto the desk almost came off It like yeah it was like hanging on by a thread That's right.
0: perfect That's right. hey but the plus side for this week is bikes plugged in so yeah.
1: Good. yeah 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 uh righty tidy, hope... got it
0: yeah, oh yeah right tidy. hey my dog knocks mine all the time like bear will come in here and knock it and i'm afraid that it's gonna like Loosen one time, and I'm just gonna go to move it, and the whole thing's just gonna collapse. That's where I was. Even it's,
1: that's where I was at just right now, as it was like, that, that's the disc. It was like hanging on right here. Oh God. I want to hang something on it, like hang my headphones on it or something. That little.
0: That yeah, little, you can.
1: That little deal, but uh
0: as long as it's tight, you can do it.
1: My wife's dog is an asshole. So.
0: Yes, 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 she is, but she's cute. Yeah,
1: so I don't wanna do that. Okay. Um so uh, for anybody listening to this, you don't know, I just I've decided to pick up some overtime this week too. So I worked Thursday day, Thursday night, uh, uh rest period till early Friday afternoon and then worked Friday afternoon into Friday night and then came to do this podcast. So I did not spend a whole lot of time looking things up for this to let you know, Garrett. Okay, that's fine. I thought you didn't work on
0: Friday. I thought you had all day rest period.
1: Saturday.
0: Oh, Saturday was your all day rest period. Yeah. Okay, that's right, right.
1: Yeah, we hit two. A. Yeah,
0: that's, that's not that's not your normal day. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember you calling. Yeah,
1: my... Sunday, Mondays now.
0: So the funny thing about I'll, I'll say this from my standpoint while you're piecing together whatever you want to talk about is when you have a co-host for for a stream, it's always funny because especially when you live in two different um, two different places and you have two completely separate jobs it's always interesting to try and figure out who, what days you're going to be on Twitch together, what days you're doing a lot of solo stuff. Um, so for anybody who's listening to this, I have been laid off for about two weeks now, which is, that's part of the the gig of what I signed up for. I understand that it's it's slow. It's the mud season here in Illinois. It's, it's just, that is the way it is. Um, but it's, it's definitely different because I, I branched out and this is just a little solo plug, I guess, but I definitely started doing some day streams, which... I was amazed at how many people actually tune in on their lunch break. So what I did for anybody who's listening for that part of this really? is that, yeah, I did, I did quite a bit of what day streams for solos, because normally I have you to bank on for a lot of my extra content. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to, I don't have the problem. We don't have the problem of on our channel of having a lot of dead air. Like there's always right. a conversation going on between us. So right, it's, right, right. it makes for really easy content for somebody who pops in and is in chat and it might be nervous to type in. Cause I'm not saying anything and they don't want to be the only one in the room with like their hand raised, like you were in school um, kind of deal. I don't know why it's a thing, but some st- still people think that, but during the day I, I figured out pretty quick that it didn't really matter what I streamed. As long as I started around 11 and gave myself plenty of time to get going and Right, because the different time zones, people would funnel in anywhere from, like, 11 to... Mm -hmm. I'd have people coming in on lunch at, like, 1, or they took a late lunch. And then on their lunch break, they sit there and watch Twitch streams. Because that's, one, they enjoy it, or they're they're like, hey, I want to talk to this person. It's my lunch break, and I'm, like, stuck in a truck delivering something or whatever. Hmm. But, yeah, I saw a huge uptick. And now, it, it would vary, too. Like, it'd be some days, it'd be, like, four people. But a lot of days, I mean, hell, one day on the lunch break, I had, like, 15 people in there. I mean, it was just... It was kind of interesting and then you go back to your nighttime stream mode where you're you're running your crew but at the same time is it what I'm getting at there is streaming with somebody else and streaming by yourself is a huge difference and I have a lot more respect for people who just do this solo like I understand it's not my full-time job I enjoy my full-time job but for the people who try and stream by themselves with nobody else oh yeah on their stream more more power to them because that is not I used to think like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably stream solo, but I always had the luxury of you being there. So it made it a lot easier on me. Right. Right. Now looking into it from a standpoint of, Oh, I'm the only one that's making anything happen here. Like I have to make all the audio work. I have to make, I mean, all the technical stuff I got, but I mean, the talking to people and getting stuff working the way I came, went around that is so main game. We've been playing a lot lately. is called sea of thieves. And what I did was I found some pirate music, to play in the background so it basically filled the dead air and it didn't hit for a dmca strike but basically the whole time i'm playing there's music going on in the background and it can sometimes sometimes the music times out perfect to like sync up with what's going on in the game so it can be like a super intense thing i don't plan it; i just hit play and it shuffles but i, I mean other times it just gives people that feel for it's a pirate game so there's pirate music playing and there, or there's sea shanties being sung in the background it's just I had to come be, get creative because I didn't have my co-host there to keep a conversation going, which is fine. He's got a job. I mean, he's got to do those kind of things. But it was just something interesting I learned about the streaming world. As far right. as if you're a solo streamer, that's that is definitely something that's a lot more difficult than I thought.
1: Yeah, that's and the, it, this whole streaming thing is just bananas to me, man. Because <clears throat> like we've always talked about doing some streaming, where we're like, hey, let's let's do a stream, man. Let's let's. Uh, Let's put videos out on the internet for people to watch, and, and we never really, never really did anything with it until uh, what was it? Um,
0: Six months ago, about.
1: Were you laid off then when you got this?
0: Yeah, first time I got I laid off. I was laid off for a day, and we did this. We like took <laughs> off, we're like, oh, lay off. <laughs> that's our shot. That's our so that, sign. We're gonna do it.
1: That's how I know Garrett's been like really. It's like Garrett and I always got shit planned, right? Always thinking about shit, but. Uh, that's how I know he's been, like, really seriously thinking about it, is if he just goes for it at the first opportunity. He's like a racehorse that doesn't know when the gate's going to open. And so, like, <laughs> the horse next to him kicked the the door, and it opened just a little bit, and so he ran full speed through it. And he just squeezed himself down because he was laid <laughs> off for a day and decided we are going to be streamers. Well, he's going to be a streamer, and I'll be a co-host.
0: Right. And the other thing, the other thing too is, so this is the part that drives me bananas about it. Is so you can make all the videos you want and you can make content videos. You can make original content. You can make long form, short form. We've made it all now. I mean, not all the time, but we have made it for about going on, I think about six months now, because you just hit your five month sub, which you subbed the first day I was able to get people. So, I mean, we're, we're just, we're about 10 days over six months of doing this content creation mm. and The thing that drives me nuts about it and it's it's an animal in itself and i understand that there's a game to play with it too is you can make you can put in hours i mean and i was spending hours on video editing and trying to figure out audio and visual effects and transitions and i mean everybody who wants to do this kind of stuff you have to learn that i don't i'm not going to tell you there's an easy road it's not it's a lot of youtube but and trial and error and stuff like that but the thing that drove me nuts was i made an eight second video about my getting my wife's oil change because it was snowing outside and I didn't want to do it myself, and it got forty-five thousand views. The most viewed video I've ever had was a welding video, and it got like, no, I'm sorry, was a video that my wife helped me make about a Christmas present my parents got me. So we put all this content out, and I understand that there's, there's dynamics, and you can look at the market on what people are watching and what they're not, uh, whatever. What well, and like, to,
1: part of me yeah. thinks that there is no. Like real thing to it Because you put out videos like For a while You were doing it like every um, Stop You were doing it like every Like day mm-hmm. You know and then Like it's just crazy But then there's like I'm looking this guy up right now Yeah
0: I mean the Part that the, 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 So me being laid off I could have been able What I was getting at with that Is I could have been able to put out more content than I've ever put out in my entire life like right there. now for the last two weeks
1: There that sumbitch is, this is my little fucking buddy So this is oh. This right here Ryan. No, 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 this is A guy that I work with, right mm-hmm. He's one of my head linemen. And he puts out random videos I think he's got like 15 total videos Or something like that But he's got 50,000 likes Right, let me find the video mm-hmm. And all of his videos are in like the low, like 20, 30 views, whatever. He's got a couple that are up in the hundreds. He's got some pretty funny ones on here, too. But where's it at? Here's one for with 40,000 views, 135,000 views, 86,000 views, 496,000 views. Dang. There's another one on here. Oh, maybe he got rid of it. There was there was one on here where it was that maybe that was it the 400, yeah 496 thousand views. And he doesn't really put out anything crazy. Right, it's just you know stupid little skits and the one that that got like almost 500 like half a million views was like the one with uh, uh, some kind of a sound on there where like the guys talking real tough and he brings out mm-hmm. like a twisted tea and then his wife yeah. starts yelling at him and he puts it away and starts washing the dishes.
0: <laughs> we'll see, and that's the thing It's, too, stupid. Like, it's I, stupid
1: but it's funny, but what, what I'm getting at is like he doesn't post on a schedule. He doesn't no. he doesn't put out like groundbreaking content, but yet he's got you know, a couple videos that were half a million, yeah. you know.
0: And that was my thing, was I did a test. It was right before I got laid off, I didn't know I was gonna get laid off, which is fine. Like I saw things slowing down, but I didn't know I was gonna get laid off. I didn't post anything on social media for a week. Like I didn't put in a new new videos on tiktok i didn't put out any new videos on youtube twitch all right twitch yeah we kept streaming but i didn't put out any other funneling stuff to our twitch channel because i wanted to do a test because i was wondering after about five months i was trying to figure out is all the extra stuff Fuck. i'm doing actually worth it what i um... didn't set your timer yeah yep. um but I was trying to figure out if all this extra stuff I was doing was worth it. Because, I mean, I was spending my evenings doing that or we were playing games and then I was in a rat race to get all this stuff done. And that's not a complaint. That's just the path I chose. But at the end of it, I was like, is this all worth it? Like, Am I, am I actually going to keep getting viewers if I don't do this stuff? So I did it for a week. Guess what? Same number of people showed up. Actually, a couple people more showed up. Right. Um, and this last week, this is going on two weeks. I haven't put any content out um, other than like this podcast coming out and with us filming this, but I haven't made any short videos. I haven't made anything like that. And our, our numbers have stayed the same on the channel. Now that could be attested to this is I made the realization again, which I already knew. I just confirmed it. Is like, I enjoy my full-time job of being a, like a apprentice welder or whatever you want to call it, pipe fitter. And this is this content creation thing is something I do for fun. It's not my job. It's not something I w- want to do as a job. As far as like, do I enjoy it? Yeah, but do I enjoy welding more? A hundred percent, that because that's what I'm. I feel like I'm more meant to do and what I enjoy the most. But is it welding this that, yeah, welding or pipe fitting or like being in construction. Oh okay. Like okay. I'm, I'm. Oh, like, you're I'm you're talking chain. about
1: you're talking about the trades versus streaming. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, okay. I love I love streaming, but I have to I had to have the check of the realization that this is a hobby thing that we do. Yeah. Now, whenever we get the farm started, this is going to be more of a informational like here's how we did it kind of thing and that that's basically the groundwork we're laying right now with the twitch stream is getting us set up for whenever we do the farm and we start doing videos and podcasts talking about that and what's going on there so it's basically training for that at the same time once i came to the conclusion of like hey i'm doing this for fun this should be fun this shouldn't be like this is not going to be my full-time job it's not what i'm shooting for even though i'm treating it like a full-time job right, and, right. i mean the, you get kind of you're kind of protective over your community in a sense where you're like, Oh, I have these viewers in here and they're, they're consistent viewers and I enjoy them. And it's like, once you hit affiliate, you're like, yeah, I like having my viewers. I like the community we got. It's nice. I like the size. And I got, I got more people showing up in my stream than most people on Twitch. So I'm pretty, I'm happy with that. Oh, the light go down.
1: Mm Hmm. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I get that. I get that. For a minute there, I thought you were talking about um, welding versus pipe fitting. No, no, no,
0: no, no. And I was
1: like, I "Do you, man?" But uh, no, no, and I think I think it'll work. It's just we're just laying the the groundwork down for you know going forward with it. I think uh, this podcast is going to become more mainstream for yeah. us and that like the streaming the games and everything like that because i was thinking about it the other day It's like right now i get on here and play with you you know at least once during the week if not twice and then usually twice on the weekends or something and that's because i live down in texas you know it's me and my wife and my two dogs you know occasionally we go hang out with you know some of the guys i work with or whatever but or she plays slow pitch softball but um when we come back you know i'll be around where everybody's at, you know, my family, your family, her family, everybody. So I feel like there may be times where there's, it's, it's a less opportune We're like, Hey man, we're streaming today. And I'll be like, Oh, I gotta go help my dad, you know? And so I think the, the streaming the video games part is slowly going to get, you know, kind of not phased out, but it'll, it'll, instead of being like, that's our main deal. And the podcast is smaller. It's gonna be like the podcast becomes bigger, and
0: oh, and shit like yeah. that. I I agree because what's gonna happen is once whenever for anybody who's following along in this podcast, whenever he moves back if he if he gets a job up here or something like that or whenever him and his wife decide to move back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean we're gonna have a we're gonna have a room in somebody's house where we do this. Like we're gonna have the video of this will look a lot different. It will look. Um, just in my mind how it's going to look is like he has a webcam i have a webcam well there's going to be one pointed at me and one pointed at him and with the level of video editing i've gotten to it's going to be flip-flopping or trying to flip-flop back and forth or just a wide pan view of us talking we'll be in the same room so that the audio quality will be better and you'll get more of that we're in the same room having a conversation feel kind of like what we're trying to do now with this but that's definitely going to be more of a focus and we're going to be putting a lot more energy into this podcast and promoting it for sure
1: right right so earlier in the week you had texted me and you wanted to talk about the the power grid some more because mm-hmm. you had read something about how the united states electrical grid is like nine major cities away from a total blackout
0: yeah i don't know if that's true or not i just wanted to ask
1: yeah and then you also said um something about the electrical grid. Let me look at your text.
0: I think it was something along the lines of like the electrical grid was built in like the 1960s or whatever and it's not meant to handle the load that's put on it now. Like it's barely keeping up with the load.
1: So because the first thing the first thing I'll get into is is the the total blackout deal. So the the United States is split into like 9 Regions right for for power Mm -hmm. distribution or for transmission and distribution Um, For people that don't know Transmission is gonna be those big steel towers or big uh, H structures where it's like two poles And then there's like a, a large Cross arm that goes between them and you got like bundled conductors or whatever like multiple sets of conductors right next to each other That's gonna be anywhere from what is it 795 or 765 I don't know for those of you that don't know I'm I'm in distribution I don't I'm not in transmission but the the highest that we've got voltage on a transmission line is like 795 or 765 kilovolts so 795,000 or 765,000 I can't remember which one and then it goes down to like 238,000 or something volt kilovolts or 238,000 volts or 238 kilovolts, whatever, however you want to look at it. And then subtransmission goes from that down to like your distribution voltages. So where I'm at, our distribution voltages are phase to ground 7,200, phase to phase 12,470. Yeah, that's my boy back here and uh we also have 199345 so phase to ground is 19900 volts and phase to phase is 34500 volts a lot of places use um 132 so 13200 phase to phase and it's like 7620 i think it is phase to ground you know so anyway the united states is split into like nine different transmission grids when you're talking about the grid usually they're talking about transmission and transmission is goes from the generation plant. You know, ge- generation power is made. Oh, I'm blanking out. It's anywhere from like I think it's like seven thousand volts to thirteen eight, thirteen point eight thousand volts. It's what power is generated at. It comes out of the generation plant, whether that's like, you know. Uh, natural gas plant or a nuclear plant or whatever, which I got something to say about nuclear in a minute um, Goes through a substation, steps it up to transmission voltages Sends it down, you know, hundreds of miles or whatever Then it'll hit another uh, substation And that'll step it down to the di- distribution voltages And that's what we use to power the house, you know Goes through the transformer that's, Then that transformer is essentially a small substation you know, step it down from 72 down to like 120, 240 that goes into your house. Or if you got three phase, 120, 208, 240, you know. So the United States is split into like nine regions. And they're not tied together. Oh, okay. So I think that they they are tied together in cases of emergency. Like um uh, if like Texas is in a real bad spot, they can send some load down here. But I don't I don't know for sure if that's true or not. But I I know it, that they're not tied together because this last week or two weeks ago we had all these issues. Um, you know I live in Houston. We're on the in the Texas grid, obviously, and um, which by the way, yeah, Texas has its own region texas is one of the regions well oh, of, of course it is yeah well florida just, is, florida has its own region also so it's not really that big of a deal but um
0: whatever texas, um
1: people here were without power for three or four days right like i was at, i was without power for three three and a half days there's people that live like 40 minutes east of me and, yep. and work for center point and work at the same company you know and they work in baytown at the same center as me but they're technically in the power grid that feeds part of um louisiana uh. and and they never lost power so huh. what I don't know was like is that grid well that louisiana grid what i'm looking at a map right now it includes like north carolina south carolina georgia all those places and into louisiana and shit so they never lost power so could they have shifted some megawatts over here and helped us out maybe but i'm not 100 percent sure if they're tied together so the the whole thing is like we're nine major cities away from a total blackout i think is false i don't know i didn't read what you read or anything but i think it's false because we were having huge blackout issues or I did read that we were four minutes and thirty-seven seconds away from a, a total blackout in in Texas, you know, because there was still oh, okay. there was still power out there or something.
0: Yeah, but, I but... think I think what the article was saying was like, if they are if they're not interconnected, I think what I think the article was getting more at was like if somebody wanted to take out government, like if you take out electricity, most of. The, this is not this is a generalization. If you take out electricity, most Americans would be screwed.
1: Oh, okay. Inside. Okay, I think I think I know. I just put this together. I think in the last podcast I got into what causes a cascading blackout, so I'm not going to go back into it.
0: Yes, if you want to check that out, there will be a link in the corner over here. And also I will link all the other podcast episodes down below.
1: Uh-huh. So if you were to uh, cause a blackout that feeds Houston. You know, say that like the there's several. You know, this is this is just hypothetical. Say there's one giant power plant that feeds Houston, mm-hmm. and you were to go in there and sabotage that one, um, that one power plant, then all that load gets shed to the next one, right? And then you would cause a cascading blackout. In the region that Texas of use of Texas, right? So if you did that in all nine regions, then you would cause a cascading nine separate cascading blackouts in the entirety of the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's not talking about a cascading blackout that goes across the U.S. Like one, it's talking about nine separate blackouts. So that does make sense that, that I do agree with.
0: Because what it was getting at too is go ahead
1: the um well, it's it's not going to happen the i can't remember their name department of natural resources mhm no not DNR maybe it is DNR i don't know all i can say is don't try to break into a power plant they <laughs> the, They will kill you dead. They do not play around. I can guarantee you that 100%. So I've watched, I used to watch like those sniper competitions and they would bring like the SEAL teams out there. They'd bring SWAT, the Texas Rangers and whatever. And they'd do like sniper competitions. Well, the Department of Energy would always be out there and those guys were always in like the top three. They may not have won, but they were always in the top three. And top three out of some bad motherfuckers are some bad motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. So if you were able to sabotage um, major generation plants enough to cause a blackout in each region, then yes, that could happen.
0: Okay. And so I agree with you on that because we do work occasionally down at uh, Clinton Nuclear Power Plant. Oh, yeah. And nuclear. If you, yeah. if you touch the wrong door, they tell you, they're like, don't move, stay there guys with guns will show up you tell them what happened show them your badge and say i hit the wrong door yeah i'm sorry sir it will
1: not happen again i'm stupid
0: yeah do not move do not run just put your hands up and do what they say because they will kill you without a second thought yeah because because they know i mean that's the biggest threat to that was one of the things that i think this guy in this video one the guy in the video is an idiot um i'm just gonna say that flat out like i've watched some of his other videos he's an idiot Um, it's just, it got my, I, my thoughts provoked on like, is that possible? Oh yeah. There's Jurassic park over there. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, I know. So big ifs, if you were able to get into a power plant and if you were able to sabotage it and if, you know, you were able to, that power plant was big enough that it carried enough load to be shifted to the next one to shut down. Technically. Yes. Through nine separate cascading blackouts, the entire United States power grid is at risk.
0: However... With badass, with badass guys guarding it, good luck.
1: Yeah, however... You would need to have... Uh, so, I am I don't know how to plan it all out specifically, but you would need to have nine separate teams or whatever run into these power plants and they would have to do it simultaneously because once the first one gets, you know, shut down where they're like, okay, this is, this was an attack. Dude, you better believe the national guard. Everybody is going to be, you know, hands around the world, protecting those other, those other plants. You ain't getting in, you know, but uh, not
0: even the workers like, Nope, you're essential. You're not essential. You're essential. You're not essential. Get out of here. Yeah. So then go ahead. That's what I was going No, but uh, your point to nuclear, what was your thing with nuclear?
1: Okay, so nuclear, and I'm I'm not trying to get political, but you know they they're trying to shut down nuclear power,
0: right? Which is one of the more clean. It is clean the part.
1: cleanest. Right. Is the cleanest energy source. So this right here, this this Copenhagen can. If I had, I can't remember what they use, plutonium or whatever. If I had this much, th- this much would power. Everything I need and more for the rest of my life. Right. And then whenever this is done, I have to get rid of this, but it's just this much. Powers, I could power me, and I got, I'm looking at these other houses right here. I could power all, let's just say this little block right here. So all six of these houses. Everything we want, anything at all, would power all six of our houses for all six of these families' lives forever. And the only... and the only, you know, waste is that whenever it's depleted, which is hundreds of years from now, you have to get rid of that little bit. Woo. Yeah, but it's the it's yeah, the, the highest producing and the cleanest energy source we have, and they're trying to shut it down, which drives well, me nuts. I'll,
0: I'll, get, I'll get slightly political, but not in the fact of, like, my beliefs, but I'll get political with the fact that this is stupid. Like, I'm going 100% say my personal belief on this one. This idea of shutting <laughs> I'm down I'm not going to get RV, political,
1: but I am. <laughs>
0: No, well, no, I'm not trashing, like, I'm not picking the side as far as, like, this is what I believe and this is it. But what I'm saying is off of the situation at hand, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, let's get into the talk on energy. So if you're going to shut down all of the clean burning things that could actually help the economy, yet you're saying, no, we're going to shut these things down, and then you're going to put them in a semi and then drive it across the country. Yeah. And then you're burning more fossil fuels. And it's like, I I just need people to have a little bit more brain power Yeah. to see, like, if you're going to shut down nuclear energy, you're an idiot. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, I don't care what the plutonium or how you got to get rid of it is. just my belief is if that much can power that much for everybody, if we already have these things established and they work just fine, Yeah. and they're doing it better than anything else, why the hell are we going to trade it out for something that burns? I'm not... Into the whole, like, save the environment. We need to turn everything off. We need to. No, 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 no. I'm a 21st century guy. I like my electronics. Like, the world's been here for a long time. It's going to keep being here after I'm gone. But, that point being said, is if you're going to blow through all that energy just to keep producing the same amount, why not find the most clean, efficient way to do it? Instead of being a. Like, pleasing the environmental lobbyists to try and shut things down because they just don't like it and it doesn't make them feel good. Then that's kind of, it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, and um, so you know, working in the the energy distribution field now, and I took a uh, environmental science class when I was in college, right? Before I dropped out the third time.
0: Yeah. So I was just say like, yep, okay. So I'm stuck. I'm good.
1: I'm by no means am I saying I'm an expert, but this is where I learned about all this shit. Is like, um. There are a lot of cool alternative energy sources out there, right? Like people coming up with like clean energy and I'm all for, you know, clean energy. Like if you can find a way to produce just as much uh, energy, electricity and do it clean, go for it. But don't sacrifice what the world runs on. The world runs on oil. There's nothing that you own that wasn't produced some way out of oil. You know whether it's as simple as the power that pro- that was at the plant that produced like this Yeti cup I've got. The power that they used to power their machines, you know, that came from oil or coal, right? You know everything.
0: By the way, Yeti comes sponsor this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be awesome. But um, uh, I'm all for clean energy. I think it's a great idea. I think that it it's still a lot of years away from being where it needs to be. So right. a massive shutdown on all oil, oil is is a bad idea. And I read something yeah. the other day about like windmills. It's like yeah, oh. the, the windmills are cool. The windmills like produce energy, whatever. I get it. I get it. I do. Garrett and I, where we're from, there's a massive. It's the California Ridge wind farm. It's massive. It's huge. It's great. It produces yeah it produces a lot of a lot of energy but over the life of that windmill it will never produce as much energy as it took to make it whenever you look at making the materials and getting the materials shipped there and then the actual time and energy that it took to you know construct it whether we're talking about the diesel engine that ran the crane that put it in the ground You know, that, that windmill will never produce the power that it took to make it. So when we're talking about green energy and going green, I think it's a great idea, but it needs to be something that's going to be beneficial. Where if you're telling me a windmill runs for 10 years and the first, yeah, if the first five years of its life, it's paying off its energy debt, right? So let's mm-hmm. say like the first five years, it pays off like all the energy it took to make it. And then the next five years is all free green energy. Sure, I'll stand behind it. You know, I think that's I think that's a worthwhile investment. But if yeah. whatever source of green energy you've got will never surpass the amount of energy it took to make it, then what are we doing it for? You know, I don't think it's...
0: And but there's there's might... cool
1: things out there like... Um, on the shores of like, like oceans and shit they've got these floats that just go up and down with the waves right and then on that arm it's spinning a, a generator and it doesn't produce much but it produces you know and yeah, then there's other well. things where there's like tubes down in the water where it's got a, a like where there's a heavy current and it's got a, a blade in there so the current spins that blade which spins a generator you know that there's all kinds of really cool ideas out there.
0: But, oh, I got some good ones for you. Go ahead. So this, this plays into your conspiracy theory shit. Not that you're a conspiracy theorist, but... But I love like, them. You, what? I said, but love I love him. them. So, yeah, so we'll go with this one. Ready? So here's, here's the two conspiracy theories that I've heard on this. One, this isn't conspiracy theories. This just my personal thought. Sorry, I messed it up. But the first part is if you take away natural... If you take away oil and the pipeline industry from us... We're going to get it from somewhere else. I don't give a shit who would yep. you say. Like, you can take it away from us, Well, we're the main provider of it for our own country, or you can just shut it down and be like, we're being green. Mm, not really, because we're still going to get that shit imported. We're right. still going to be getting it from another country, and we're still going to be dependent from somebody else for that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Now, conspiracy theory time, just for the fun of everybody else getting to hear how Joe's brain tears through things. I don't think that in our lifetime they're actually going to come up with a way to do green energy well and this is what i've heard from other people i'm just phrasing it as if i were to say it um because of the way that oil industry is run the way it has been run for years and the way that the government is got its hands in everything they probably have a solution for green energy that would work wonderfully but conspiracy theory it's not going to happen because oil prices are just too good and everybody likes making money
1: so i I'm not so obtuse that I won't recognize that there is foul play where I guarantee you that there has been, you know, groundbreaking ideas that have been buried and covered up by whoever. You know, like it it all goes back to money. Like the whole, the whole Jimmy, not, what's his name? Jimmy Buffett? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Oh. (laughs) I was like, man, I want to say Morgan Wallen. And I was like, that's not it, dude.
0: Jimmy Buffett?
1: <laughs> Warren Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. They're cousins. I don't know. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, he, his train thing? He donated millions of dollars to Biden's campaign. And he just pulled like all of his stocks out of Exxon. Not just. It, this happened you know, in the past. And he's got the contract to ship all the oil up to Canada on his railroads. His trucks. His trucks and his railroad. It's mainly his railroad. Yeah. I read into it. It's mainly his railroad. Because he... Yeah. It's... I can't remember. I'm not going to get into numbers. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because
0: it was going to be the pipeline that, that and he lost him billions.
1: Sh- and the, one of the first things Biden did was shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Which would have lost him millions. So...
0: Eh, now you know, we're getting into some... Yeah, now you know, we're getting so, into the touchy subjects. So it's, it's like,
1: I don't know.
0: Now, I do know that... In our lifetime, I don't think this will be solved.
1: I don't. I don't and think I it will really
0: either. And I this is why I say this. So, and people can get upset or whatnot. But the thing about my children's children, I want to leave for my children's children's children. My whole thing to that is this: is like, yes, do I want? Yeah. It was.
1: Five generations like, we're talking about here, guys. But
0: <laughs> that's what they talk about all the time with this global warming stuff: is about four to five generations later, right? Uh-huh. Right so here's my thing and this is gonna make me sound terrible but i'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway 50 years after you're gone nobody's gonna remember who you were anyway unless you do some groundbreaking stuff yeah so bear with me okay i think i think i will remember my direct family for my whole life do i expect my great grandkids to remember anything or know anything about my life absolutely not right because do i know anything about my great-grandparents life not really. Yeah. Have I asked? No, because that's not how the, that's not how humans work unless you're a historian and you just have a huge thing for history.
1: All right. There's people out there that are big time into like ancestry and shit and they, they're yeah. like, my dad's told me, he's not real big into it, but one of his siblings is, and they've connected like their lineage, like to hundreds of people and whatnot. And he's told me stories about like his, uh, his dad's grandpa. So my grandpa's grandpa was that it. being, me, gran- being is my, that he had my grandpa's something grandpa worthy. or my grandpa's dad. He was just telling me about he was in a um, a prisoner of war camp in the Civil War. You know, okay. so so yeah, like th- like like there's things, like that people pay attention to. But if you ask me his name, I have no idea. Right. You know, and, and so- like there's people that are that are real big in all doing all that ancestry stuff. So, but the majority of people, I agree with you, are not.
0: Right. And that's, and that's something that people, I think, so to tie this into the the environment stuff and the family thing here is like people get so wrapped up in like their lives and being successful and doing this stuff, which is great. And I I believe in all that, but if we're going to talk about the fart of energy and what the planet's going to be like, not to be rude, but your great grandkids aren't going to know anything about you. And I mean, you might as well live your life the way that is best for your family at the time being. And also that brings up a good point of like live your life to the best way possible you can for you because in 50 years after you're gone nobody's going to remember who you were. So you might as well make it worth it. I mean, that's just and that's kind of something I figured out a long time ago is like I looked I remember listening to grandpa talk about his dad or I think his grandpa or his I don't they didn't live that long back then. But um it was just like okay, that's cool. And it's like then I went on about my day. Like it's people are very centered on themselves so this whole i think of like oh we need to do it for our children like your children your your kids ain't gonna know your great great grandkids ain't gonna know your name like come on like don't give me that argument
1: and i and i agree with you also on like uh, we'll go back to energy it's like i I agree that in our lifetime we're not gonna see total green and I'll, i'll give you an example you know uh remember when we were in high school obama got elected and then Michelle took over and her project was like healthy food in schools, right?
0: Oh my God.
1: And then you remember our, our superintendent, this was supposed to be a plan over like years. Our superintendent mm-hmm. took all the junk food out, like the the pizza and the sodas and stuff like that, got rid of all of it and implemented all of this healthy food in like a week.
0: And we it, all, we it, almost rioted.
1: Dude, it went over like a lead balloon. It did not go. And they still don't you know, you know, fully healthy food in there, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. And so like to transition to green energy, I think it's possible. But like you said, I don't think it's going to happen in our, in our lifetime. You can't transition a society that was built on oil and coal to not using an oil and coal over the course of a year, two years, three years. No, this is going to be generations. Before you finally like the whole Texas power grid. You know, of course there's some green energy sources out there, but they're not keeping up. They're not able to produce what we need. It's just not happening. The whole reason why we had this blackout is because the natural gas that fed a lot of these power plants got frozen. Because Texas is not built to handle the cold. It's just not. You know, and so if a whole like Texas shut down because of an inability to get natural gas. Where was the green energy at? There was plenty of wind, you know what I'm saying? There was plenty of sunlight. Why couldn't we run on that? You know, this is my point It's like, it's not gonna happen. You can't just transition like that, that fast. It's gotta be generations. You know what I'm saying?
0: I'm laughing at what you said and i'm also laughing at a post from tim kennedy so tim kennedy goes yeah wind energy is real great but when they were frozen right some of the windmills got frozen uh-huh they would uh it showed a photo of a guy out there on a, on a on a boom lift or a crane or something with a flamethrower it's like yeah you know that green energy is real good but when you gotta you gotta use petroleum-based products to get up there and petroleum-based products to unthaw it so it'll work okay. that's a real foolproof plan there i just that's why was making me laugh so hard i was like Cause it was just shitting on the idea of like this green energy boom that can sustain us. It can't. No, it like, can't. And I, now I agree with you on this. Like if the world has been running on oil and gas and power for what? Probably 200 years plus forever. Right.
1: As as right, long I mean, as, as long as we have had internal combustion engines, uh, power generation of any kind, we've been running on oil and okay. gas.
0: So let's say for the sake of the argument, it's 2021, 300 years. Okay. That puts us back to the 1700s, right? That gets us pretty far back, right? I think that if it took us this long to build up the grid to where we are now, it's going to take us just as long, like you're saying, to go the other direction. I wouldn't say the other direction, but to phase in that stuff. I'm not saying it's going to take 300 years because we have, like, science and shit.
1: Well, yeah, and, like, the the grid's already established, so, you know, if you just right. take the wires off of there and put it here, you know, like,
0: if only it was that simple. Right. right I get what you're saying. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that's... Now, if they were to say, hey, this is our 50-year plan to, like, phase some of this stuff out. Like, okay. Like, some of the bigger stuff, sure, I don't give a shit. Do what you want. But don't take away my pickup truck. Like, I'm not gonna get an electric truck. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's like, stupid. It's stupid. Piss off. And, like, like not, all, all these people...
1: Oh, man, we... There was some lady not that long ago that was... I saw a video, I think... And she was like all up in arms. She drove a Tesla and she was like, My car's all electric. You guys are ruining the environment. And I remember watching that just thinking, Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's go. you've,
1: you've got like what, 50 hamsters in your basement running <laughs> on wheels? No, that power coming out of your walls comes from a coal plant. Yeah. That's yeah, the that's real the... green that you're driving a car, you know. And I get that's it. The... An electric car doesn't put out emissions. Sure. Whatever. But whatever the power plant puts out emissions.
0: Thanks Al Gore. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that's a joke. People, it's a joke. Um, Um, No, but I think it's funny how people get so wrapped up in this green energy and they like identify with it. They're like, I'm I'm going green. And it's like, you idiot, you're still using coal. You just put a new mask on it.
1: (laughs) Oh, the other thing too, a lot of the guys I work with were talking about this. this is like, we've all kind of toyed with the idea of living off the grid
0: everybody has we're just like
1: like, you know what fuck it i'm tired of it i want to live off the grid i don't need internet Mm -hmm. that bad i don't need power that bad you know like i could do it and then we went through all this shit with this ice storm dude i was like fuck that (laughs) fuck it i'm not doing (laughs) it like dude you know how nice it is to freeze your ass off all day and come to a house that's heated and you don't have to build a fire
0: there's a reason why technology was made just saying Although that... I
1: did I did read a story the other day and I I don't think it's a true story but it's like a like a short story and it was kind of cool. Two of them actually same same idea. Is there was this lady that lived off the grid and every morning she had to build a fire so that she could cook her food and everything like that or create heat in her house. So somebody was talking to him like, "Wow, why do you do that?" And she's like, "It's just how I live." And he's like, "Why don't you, you know, get a job?" and make money and then you know buy things that you need and make more money and then you don't have to build a fire and she's like it seems kind of dumb to do all that just to not build a fire and then they and then the other one was like there's this fisherman who would go out and fish and he would catch a small amount of fish he would sell a small amount of fish and he was done fishing by 11 o'clock every day He'd sell a little fish, keep the fish he needed to feed his family. And then he sat on the beach and smoked his pipe and hung out. And this businessman was like, hey, man, what what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm just hanging out. And he's like, dude, why don't, you, why don't you do more fishing? And the guy's like, okay, and then what? And he's like, oh, dude, then you can catch more fish. You can sell more fish. You can make more money. He's like, okay, and then what? Oh, and then you could buy a bigger boat and you can catch even more fish. And then maybe eventually you could have two ships and then you could have a whole fleet. And then what? It's like oh, and then you can buy you know all these things, and then once you have all this money, you can sit out sit out and relax and enjoy the day. And he's like, like I'm doing right now. And I'm like, mm. it's kind of a story about living in your means, but it's also like,
0: you yeah.
1: know, I get no, I get I get the appeal, but I it's,
0: it's a good, it's a good it's a good, point. yeah, but I I, mean, I, I like
1: I like having power.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think our camping trip. Last October for your right for your wedding was a big. Is always a good recheck for how much I enjoy the amenities of home. Yeah, because like, I mean, for those you don't know, we we go on a camping trip every fall, and it's something that we did this last fall. And Joe is living in Texas, obviously, and he came back, and at the time it was like twenty degrees.
1: Was it? Was it that cold?
0: It was that cold. It got down to that cold that night. Because you were in, like, bibs and a double-layer coat or some shit like that.
1: Oh, I was and freezing then, my ass off.
0: And then we got up in the morning. He was so cold, he wanted to get as close to the heat source as he could. I'm well, cooking breakfast.
1: Everybody knows how that is, man. You're out there at a bonfire. You're staying close. And, you know, if it's cold, out, you get all that heat takes a minute to soak through your layers, and then it stays warm for a second. So I stood close to the fire, and then I stepped away, and it was stayed warm. And after a while, I was like, man, my leg is hot, boy. I was like, only my right leg like why is my one leg really hot i looked down and my whole leg was on fire from my foot up to the back of my knee that's like Uh oh god
0: (laughs) so i'm cooking breakfast and all i hear is this buffoon over here just ah ah (laughs) i look he's like i looked over and i'm like what and i see he's on fire so now mind you the part that made this difficult was is those the same bib overalls he's had since 16 and for just to show our intelligence level, what we used to do when we were 16 is we used to light our pants on fire after we poured gas on our buddy, get our leg lit on fire, and then go kick our buddy. So, basically what happened there was is that all the fuel load that he's ever had since Man the time we were superior. 16, which, which, <laughs> which is 12 years of stuff, is now soaked into those bibs. that probably You can't get that stuff out. So he's on fire. He's eating his breakfast. And... I push him over to try and put him out. And he held onto his plate and like fell over. And so I'm trying to get his leg to go out and I can't get it to go out. And so he's, I have to pull out a knife and cut off some of the the bib overalls or whatever. Meanwhile, I look up, this dude's just sitting there eating his like sausage patty I just made. Like just going along, carrying on like nothing. He's like, "Ah, fuck it. And meanwhile, I look around and we're at this, um, I think it's called Oak Crest or something like that was the campsite. The whole campsite is covered in dead oak leaves, and he's on fire. And I'm like, this is great. This is exactly what I want in the news. Two adult males light whole forest on fire in winter.
1: Right, I was just sitting there laughing because, I mean, you started putting my leg out, and I was like, man, he's got it. There ain't nothing else I can do. You know, what am I going to do, beat the shit out of my own leg just like he's beating the shit out of my leg? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I can't do anything extra. So I was like, yeah, I might as well eat my sausage while I'm here. And then the thought that popped into my mind when I also noticed all the leaves was only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> That's what popped into <laughs> my head.
0: I'm like, oh, God, this is going to go well.
1: Oh, um, the electrical grid, man. We fucking went on a, a huge tangent. The other part that you brought up was um, how it's all outdated and shit.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, bring this way back. Yeah, yeah, we're, way, going, way we're going way
1: back, way back. I just remembered it. Um, which is true it is true that it's outdated. So most places and i think most places run on 72 12, 4, 70, right? Like i just said 7200 phase to ground 12470 phase to phase, right? Which is a good voltage for distribution. It can handle a lot. It's really durable. It's it's not going to blow a lot of shit up. But the reason why in Houston we have a lot of 199 phase phase to ground 19920 and uh Phase to phase, 34,500 uh, 34, volts. Right. The reason why we have that is because twelve four seventy can't handle the load that we're that we're asking. Now, Houston's a big ass city, and when they build neighborhoods, they build neighborhoods. Like I'm talking about, right. it takes twenty minutes to drive through this motherfucker. You know, so we had to step the voltage up to handle the load. Mm. So, yes, the electrical system is outdated to a point but that's why we do you know conversions to a higher voltage it's also you know falling apart which is true but so your truck right now what happens what happens if you get a flat tire fix it yeah you replace the tire if it you know whatever you fix it or replace the tire you know what happens if your your taillight burns out replace the taillight bulb you know it's 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 like that it's you got this span of wire the wire burns down what do you do you splice it back together okay now you got a splice right here that transformer blows up what do you do you replace that transformer now you got a new transformer to splice you know if you drive around and you actually look at the electrical system we got you'll see all kinds of splices and shit everywhere because that's it's all held together if the wire burns down in the middle of like a five you got a section of line that's like 20 poles and the wire burns down in the middle, you're not going to run a whole new conductor all the way through there. You're just going to splice it back together. So somebody asked me the, like a couple months back, he's like, man, I heard that the whole electrical trade is just like a patch job holding it together. And I was like, I mean, yeah, it kind of is. But that's just, that's how it works, you know? Right. They do all kinds of studies on, on all these splices and everything like that to be like, how many splices can you have in a, so many foot section of wire before it actually affects what you're dealing with. And so if you have too many, then you cut them out and you put a new piece in there, but you're still not running a whole new conductor instead of, you know, just putting another splice, you might cut out a hundred feet and put a hundred new feet, you know, and then to add wire like that, you still have two splices. So it is a patch job. You know, it's, you just fix what's broken and go back with it, you know, but as far as outdated, I'd have to say, not really yeah god damn it. hang on
0: so yeah the grid what it was saying there was like it's a lot of outdated and like bigger places than they're not bigger places but longer places in houston
1: well and if you go and that that i agree and i'll give you an example that you can go look at so like you'd be hard pressed to drive through houston and find broken cross arms and you know insulators that are snapped off and the wires just hanging down you know like you'd be hard pressed to find that but if you go and drive down the flatville slab tell me how many cross arm braces you find that are broken
0: yeah i think that's what it was getting. i think that's what it was getting at more so was like if
1: it's not going to be large metropolitan areas but it'll be rural areas where that is outdated like i mean we got in old Baytown, we got plenty of copper conductors which copper is outdated you know, it's it's a really really good conductor, but it it's soft and it breaks easy, and so, you know, everything we use now is aluminum, these aluminum yeah. conductors. Um, but the copper is is technically outdated. It works, so why replace it? You know, but if you right. go into like rural areas, then you'll see more more outdated. I would say outdated where you're talking about like rotten poles or cross arms that are broken or or something yeah. like that. Then yes. But as a whole, I would say no because it doesn't take much to blow a fuse, you know. So if you got like an insulator that snapped off, so you got three phases up top and one's hanging down just swinging, right? It's only a matter of time before the wind blows hard enough that it hits the pole. And if it hits the pole, that's a path to ground, it's going to blow a line fuse or something, you know. And so then the, whatever light company works there is going to come out and be like, okay, they're going to come out and be like, okay, why did this blow? They'll ride the line out and be like, oh, that insulator is broken. And they'll either <clears throat> just replace that insulator if everything's good, or they'll be like, Hey, oh, that cross arm needs to be replaced too. Then they'll replace that. Or, hey, this is a bad pull. You know, then they'll do a, a, a quick fix and then come back later and replace the whole pole and everything. You know, so yeah. outdated, yes, but you're you know things break and then it, it's only a matter of time before it causes a big enough problem that they're going to go fix it so
0: right that's the thing i think that's the thing with that is like you see out the ruled part like i yeah i'd be hard-pressed on metropolitan area where like it's it's they have full-time crews like you guys and i mean we have full-time crews out in the middle of nowhere too but like the ability to maintain those big lines and if you look at those big lines going across like the states that are just huge and, I mean, they go across. I mean, how old are those, and can they keep up? And I'm sure you give me an answer as to yes or no. You're, and you're talking about the big
1: time. old transmission lines and everything? Yeah. Yeah, there's transmission crews just like distribution crews where all they do is travel. Okay. Like, they'll, they'll get a job, and they'll say, hey, I need you to follow the uh, Champion Crosby line. And then they'll just start at the sub and just follow it. And they'll go out there and rehab the whole thing along the way. You know, whether it's, they're just replacing spacers or replacing ground rods or, or whatever, and they'll go and they'll rehab the whole thing or whatever they got to do, you know? So there's, there's crews out there that just do transmission rehab work like that. Now, you know, there are plenty of times where it's going to be, you, something's going to happen and you won't find it for a long time, but if something happens, and you don't find it for a long time. It's really not that big of an issue. Right. You know, like, just the other night, I sent you the picture of all those, those secondaries uh, spliced together up on that pole.
0: Yeah, it looks ridiculous, it,
1: it looked like shit, is what it looked like. But how long ago did somebody do that? Yeah. You know, 10 years ago?
0: What, Friday at 5 crew did that?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it it could have been not that... But it had, like, uh, moss growing all over it, too, so it's been up there for a oh, while. Oh, okay. But um, it was like... It's a problem, but it, it works, you know, and how long, so it's no, nobody's going to know about it, but then, uh, everything's monitored really heavily. So if you see, um, on like transmission towers or H structures, it's got like the conductors and then there's like one small wire. I say wire, it's, it's pretty, pretty big, but it's on the top. And there might be two of them or there might be one of them runs along the top. And it's clearly not as big as the other wires. That's called a shield wire or a static wire. What it's designed to do is take lightning where the lightning will hit that and go down there and and go through the ground rods at every, every tower or whatever. But also a lot of times what they do, if you see what looks like telecommunications wire coming down and it's usually like, there's like a coil of it towards the bottom of the pole. What they've got inside that shield wire is fiber optic cable and the only yeah. purpose of that fiber optic cable is for the monitoring equipment on the transmission lines mm. so yeah. with if they're like hey man we just lost this phase like we're not getting anything off of a phase then they'll be like okay go into their little computer and be like okay it's right here because this this piece of equipment says that we've got it this piece says we don't got it it's right here you know so while it is kind of outdated it's like um it's like the military equipment really so like if you look at like a (laughs) like a brand new fighter jet it's got all the new bells and whistles right well look at like like an a-10 warthog how long ago did an a-10 warthog come out
0: I don't know, but that thing is an amazing piece of machinery. Oh, I know it. I could, I could that's, do a podcast all on that. Hang on, we might. You want to hear about uh, the A ten Warthog and Joe's rendition of what he knows about it? Please leave a comment down below or message me on our socials so that I can find out if you want to do this. By we might do it if nobody even messages. But...
1: It, it entered service in 1976. Damn, that's when the A ten was first brought into the Air Force, or yeah, into the Air Force. Uh, and they still use them today. Do you think it's running on 1976 technology? No, these things have been retrofitted and retrofitted and retrofitted over and over and over and over and over again. Just like the the warships we have in the navy, they've been retrofitted over and over and over and over again. The electrical grid's the same way. It's no different. Obviously, it's not, you know, a mechanism of destruction. But you've got like an old an old electrical grid that's been around for forever obviously not forever but what do you do you don't you don't just buy a whole new electrical grid you don't just go build a brand new one right next to the old one you know sometimes you do but that's more of a distribution thing but like the transmission towers the towers themselves are going to be up until they rust you know like those aren't going to go away anytime soon so if you have issues what do you do you go rehab it You know, you go retrofit it with the new thing. You put bigger insulators Because I know they're playing with, um, like we go up to like 765 or 795 kilovolts over in India and China and shit. They have like a million. I was reading there's places in the U.S. where they're playing around with uh, a million and a half. So 1.5 million volts. Obviously what we have now can't handle that. The insulators just aren't big enough. Well, if you want to do that, you retrofit it you add another conductor to the bundle and then you put a bigger insulator on it you know you just right. you just you know you're not going to go replace the whole thing so it is outdated in a sense but it's all been you know retrofitted to keep it up to the point where it's not you know what I mean so I think well. my my pit boss thing is reading somebody else's pit boss thing
0: 100% that happens If there's something If there's, if it's too close Like mine will do that too If I'm running both my smokers Or my grill and my smoker yeah. um, Then it will pick up both temps Which is nice Because then I only have to have One timer next to me Unless I'm running Two different timers
1: But Because I thought that That door was open Because I looked up And it said 68 degrees And I was like yeah, that'd been uh, bad. That's not right I go check that um, And then I went out there And it was fine I opened the door And it's hot And I was like That's hotter than 68 degrees I'm not stupid and I come in here and it's flashing between two sixteen and seventy. Nice. What are you smoking today? Uh, I got I got a rack of ribs. My nice. Father in law gave uh, gave me a, a rub to try, so I'm using that. Try that new rub out. All right. Well,
0: appreciate everybody hanging out this podcast. Uh, appreciate your guys' feedback too. Please mm-hmm. leave a like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you think Please give us feedback um, Even if it's on social medias I'll link all the socials where you can get a hold of me On uh, the different ones Twitter I don't have. I don't use Facebook But all the other ones you can get a hold of us on um, Joe doesn't use social media So if you have a question for him send it to me Or comment down below in the YouTube channel He has access to that um, He's our resident off the grid social media person Which is fine with me Because if he was our marketing guy we'd be screwed Um Swag. It'd be a bunch of bearded bearded vets that just show up and just talk about Rippets. Um,
1: <laughs> what better but, thing is uh, there to talk about, man?
0: So we typically stream on, if you're new to the channel, we typically stream on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. We're starting around 7, depending on Joe's work. I still stream if he's got to work, but I the also there's going to be a link to the Discord. That's going to be the most up-to-date on when we're going to be streaming and whatnot. I appreciate you guys hanging out. Thank you guys for listening to these conversations. Thank you everybody who g- gives me feedback either in person or over messages. Uh-huh. I really appreciate you guys. We're taking that into account. This is the first time that I can 100% say that the audio should be, should have been great for the whole podcast. Cause I think we've worked out all the bugs. I think this is podcast five and we finally got the bugs figured out. So yeah. let's finish up. <laughs> Any final thoughts, <laughs> closing thoughts on this?
1: No, I think, I think you summed it up pretty good. Um, as you guys could probably tell, I could talk about the electric grid all day long. This is what I do. it's what I do for a job. So I could talk about it all day long. So, but appreciate you guys hanging out and listening to me rant and ramble, green energy, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we'll put out um, the last podcast is going to be late. It's going to come out right before this one, just because of my work and everything like that. So appreciate you guys bearing with us, and we'll. You guys can listen to us again for the next one in a week.
0: Yeah, we'll get back on to more of a regular schedule once a week. It just, obviously, guys, when you're listening to these, remember that this isn't our full-time job. So if things happen or we get, we get busy and stopped up at work or whatever and we can't really get to doing film and we'll try to make, we'll try to make more time for it. But typically, I like to keep this feel of a Sunday morning, first thing in the morning, fresh out of fresh on our mind coffee going kind of thing and I think a lot of you guys are giving feedback how you like that because you can sit there and just feel like you're part of the conversation now please do become part of the conversation and let me know what you would love for us to talk about mm-hmm. um, also if you'd like to see anybody in particular as a guest on the show if you guys have recommendations we're gonna be we're gonna be looking into that <laughs> later but just obviously just,
1: it's got to be pretty small
0: yeah don't, tell, don't tell
1: me you want Joe Rogan on here
0: I mean, if you can swing Joe Rogan coming in here, I will make a spot on this screen for Joe Rogan.
1: But uh, Joe Rogan, if you hear this, I will I will smoke you up any kind of ribs or whatever you want, and you can come stay with me. There's our shameless plug for trying to get Joe Rogan. My, on my wife right. can stay in the spare room, man. Me and you will shack up.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for hanging out. I will catch you guys. We will catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for yeah. listening to your Logic Sunday Morning Podcast. Yeah, see ya.